You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. This is the podcast that looks at your favorite cult movies, pairs them with an alcoholic beverage, and shows them to someone who's never seen them. Or normally that's what we would do, but it's being an off week, and I will take the blame for that. Hi, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm. it's been crazy. Last week I was on vacation in West Virginia. This week I'm in a play, and so it's just... It's been real hard to just kind of get everyone together, and, and sch- schedules have been crazy. And mostly it's my fault, so... Uh, we have a special episode for you that uh, I think you'll enjoy, something I never got a chance to air, so uh, so stay tuned for that. I'll have some more information on that. We're going to do Dodgeball originally, and that's just, we're still doing that. That's just going to be moved to next week. So so you get kind of like a two-movie bonus. That's going to be fun. You get a movie this week, and you get a movie next week. How fun is that? And we'll talk about all of it in the, cult, in the next cult meeting in, in two weeks. Plus, I'll tell you all about my, my trip, and we'll talk about some other things. Um, I want to talk about, give a quick shout-out to Stephanie. And she's right now currently raising money for the Movember Foundation. As you're aware that November is men, uh, Men's Health Month, and the Movember Foundation does a lot of good there. And uh, she is raising a ton of money right now. She's uh, She made her original goal of $1,000, and now she's trying. She's got kind of her own kind of stretch goal going, and we're going to help her do that. Um, we donated uh, to the foundation uh, on behalf of the, the Scotty White Company because if you're going to name a company, you might as well name it after yourself. That's what I did. So uh, so I gave uh, $100, and I'm challenging you all to to try to beat that. And I'm not saying you all have to give $100, which would be great, but this is what, I, what, what I'm charging you to do. Uh, if it takes 11 of you to give $10 each to raise $110, and that would beat my goal. So if 11 of you would get together... And uh, just uh, throw in ten bucks to help uh, men's health because we all know men. Men are cool guys. We, you know, there's a lot of us. You know, I'm a man, and I'm very, very conscious about my health. I'm getting up in, in years, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that the Movember Foundation is out there. Um, I, I'm also doing this. So if you put in, in if you donate to Stephanie's uh, foundation, there is a there'll be the link in the show notes, and the plus there'll be a link on the Facebook page. Um, but just you know, make a donation, put it on the list that you, you're doing it for Mopcast or Cult Movie Canteen or just something to make sure you're aware you're one of our listeners, let her know. And then she will pile out that list and we'll do a drawing for a cool Scotty Way prize pack. I've got some cool stuff I can give away, so I'll, I'll I will uh, give it away if you will donate. How cool is that? Go just ten bucks, go try to get some free stuff. Trust me, the price gets way, worth way more than ten bucks. And you know what? If uh, if you get eleven people together, you can all split it. <laughs> There's a, there'll be enough stuff in there, so it'll be cool. Uh, so go out there, uh, make sure to check the show notes or the Facebook page, and uh, there'll be a link there. Very cool. And uh, she's gonna make her goal. She's she's awesome. Stephanie's been doing this for years, and uh, I'm so glad to have her. Not only just as a friend and on the show, she's just a lovely person. If you guys ever get a chance to come to the live show and and meet her you'll just absolutely fall in love with her she is amazing and i'm so happy to help support her doing 
uh, every November when we do this. And so that's this is it's real fun. All right. So moving on, uh, the, the Mopcast Network has a new show coming out uh, actually tomorrow on Fridays. We have a uh, uh, JD and uh, Virtues and I have gotten back together to relaunch a season two of my Star Wars life. We did a live episode last week at Gamers and Geeks after we showed The Mandalorian. And I recorded a second episode with my buddy uh, Carter Maynard, who used to do uh, Rebellion, the Star Wars uh, Rebels podcast with me. And when I was up in West Virginia, so I've got we've got the first two in the can. They're going to be airing on Fridays. Uh, we've got some other stuff cooked up for uh, for the rest of the year. We've got some real good stuff coming up in 2020. It's all exciting. So the Mopcast Network and the Scotty White Company and everything else we do is just going to be it's going to be crazy fun. So about today's episode. So a couple of years ago, we did a live episode of uh, what used to be known as uh, Bros, Booze, and Movies, and that's what uh, the cult movie canton has got turned into. Um, and Bros, Booze, and Movies is kind of a similar concept, but uh, we did a live version, uh, of, and we did the movie Tombstone, and it was Stephanie uh, and me, and we had um, Jonathan Depew on there, and then our friend Sock Cop, who was our resident... Uh, legal ep- uh, expert and so that was fun so uh this was uh, sh- done live in Mo- the, uh, mobile alabama at the merry widow about two years ago i had not had a chance to i actually kind of got lost in the pile <laughs> and so i never got a chance to air it and so now here's a chance to air it so here's a a very special episode of what was i guess the proto cult movie canteen of the old bros boozer movies so i hope you enjoy don't forget to give to uh the movember foundation make sure uh you know you help stephanie out with with that and be, be sure to listen to my star wars life on on friday as and uh a couple movie cantina will be back on uh, next week on thursday as regularly scheduled and uh we got catacombs coming as well and oh it's all crazy we got so much good stuff out there so i've rambled enough you, you've you've heard me talk enough and so let's just get on with the show hey everybody welcome to bros booze and movies I, I love it when the audience screams. It's great. Uh, hi, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I am joined by a plethora of cool-ass people. We, we do have some cool-ass people. So I'm going to introduce to my left first. Hi. The, uh, you go ahead, and I'll let you introduce yourself. <laughs> well, I thought, thought that's what I was going to do. Um, I am Stephanie. I'm your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Also our shot girl. And I am your shot girl tonight. Shot girl. Except, except tonight, we're doing bona fide drinks. And we have uh, our other co-host, and uh, you may have seen him on a, a many a movie, a many a fitness thing, and on How It Stacks, is Jonathan Depew. Hey. Hey. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing good, man. How are you? You know, I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm doing great. Pleasure to be here. What, 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 Glad what, you're what, here. We have a very special guest. Yeah. We have a sock cop here tonight. Give it up for sock cop. Yeah, how's it going, everybody? Guess the videos. Thank you so much for coming by. This is great. Thank you for coming. So I know you're busy. Well, I'm very busy. I, uh, you know, I'm a policeman. I catch the speeders. Uh, is mainly what I do. And uh, you know, so I, th- I took a little uh, night off. Uh, hopefully, nobody's at their speed. Uh, hopefully, they're not speeding. Do you have like a, you know, like a junior sock cop keeping watch? Well, there's, yeah, there's a couple of probies out there keeping an eye on things. Good. Those probies, you know, keeping an eye on things. That's what we need. Um, I, I'm so happy that uh, we have sock cop here tonight because the movie we have chosen is for a very special, you know, Movember. Yes. 
And so, uh, Stephanie, t- tell everyone about Movember. Okay, so Movember Foundation is um, a movement that started, um, I want to say 12, 15 years ago, but what it does is it uh, originally started um, to bring awareness to men's health issues like prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and also men's mental health. Get your PP checked. Right. So once they realized how much support they got, they actually started funding organizations that went to like um, cancer research, um, um, uh, treatments, uh, like all sorts of things that help around men's health. Because as we all know, men don't like to talk about their issues. So that's what Movember is all about. And my father, at the time when I started the Movember campaign, uh, this is my sixth year. So my first year, uh, my father um, was on an experimental treatment for prostate cancer. And um, he was diagnosed in 2004. He was given six months to live, and he opted for this um, experimental treatment, which is funded, by the way, by these kind of donations. And he lived for 11 years after that. Good so, on. That's All right. Say. So, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, he did pass away two years ago from prostate cancer, but I am still collecting every November for the Movember Foundation because his experimental treatment that gave him 11 extra years is now a regular treatment. So I just want to say that this is very important. Not only that, I've also had friends that have had um, PTSD and um, some mental health issues. Um, I have friends that have had testicular cancer and now uniballers, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, so men, men, your, your husbands and, and friends and sons and brothers and uncles and um, yeah, it's very important. Let's take care of our guys. I like Dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you gonna follow that up, John? Right. Go balls. Um, so, so, Movember uh, is about you know you know uh, men's health and no shaving, and that's a big thing about it. And so, I chose a movie for us to talk about tonight that I think really accentuates the mustache. So we're, let's watch the trailer to Tombstone before we start this bad boy. It was a place where a man could start over, where a fortune could be made. They say every town has a story. Tombstone as a legend. Who is he? That's Wider. Better name for himself as a peace officer. I heard of you. I'm retired. You must be Doc Holliday. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Hollywood Pictures presents. The only real law around here is the Cowboys. The story of Wyatt Earp. The first time in our lives we got a chance to stop wandering and finally be a family. Now this is trouble we don't need. If we're gonna have a future in this town, it's gotta have some law and order. What do you want, Ringo? I want your blood. I want your soul. I want them both right now. 
shot your brother. Now the time has come for justice. Guess maybe you better swear me in. And he has to live up to his reputation. You got a fight coming. I'll be there! One last time. None of your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. In a battle. The last charge of wired up in his immortals. At the OK Corral. Oh my God. The West would never forget. Val Kilmer, Dana Delaney, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, and Charlton Heston. is coming to Tombstone. How badass is that? How badass is that? I would have watched the movie again. I've seen that movie probably 30 times. That was amazing. So yes, we are doing Tombstone for a couple of reasons. It's a badass. No, we're not going to watch the trailer again. It was. That was pretty, though. There we go. We'll do that. <laughs> I know. I've never seen the trailer either. Yeah, I mean, they, that is literally just a man trailer. Like, <laughs> in a world where shit happens to shitty people. <laughs> and there's a lot of mustaches. Mustaches and whores. So I would sum up this film basically as a guy who retired who gets pulled back in. No, he jumped back in. Yeah, he doesn't get pulled. Oh, you kill his brother, I'd be get pulled back he in. He totally insinuated himself into that shit. Well, he said... So, so White Earp, uh, who's, who's a real guy, was a lawman in Dodge City, Kansas, and uh, was all, he made a name for himself, and then he went off to... In this film, he goes to Tombstone to, to, to uh, find... So in the Silver Mines, or Silver Mines in, in Arizona, and so he's going to make his fortune with his family... Uh, his brother Virgil, uh, his other brother Morgan, Morgan, thank you, and their wives, who I don't remember their names except Maddie. Who was a crack whore. Who was terrible. <laughs> Maddie was a crack whore. <laughs> Doesn't matter, she was a crack whore. She's terrible. She's like, I- I'm, on, I'm on a scissor. On a scissor. She was on purple drink. I need that laudanum. laudanum. I need that laudanum. She wasn't a crime back then, I she suppose. She's a crack whore. That's all there is to it. Laudanum's basically cocaine and cherry juice. <laughs> Sounds like, no, it wasn't cocaine. It's like opium and cherry juice. Opium, cocaine, and cherry yeah, juice. Yeah, they had some opium. They're two different drugs. I think, yeah, there's a lot of drugs. Cocaine, she would have been, oh, let's party. Opium, she wants to sleep and lay in the bed and not have sex, which is her problem. <laughs> oh, I guess she we'll get to like that. It was not good for Wyatt Earp's prostate. Which is the whole reason we're doing the show. Right. right. We are concerned about Wyatt Earp's prostate. <laughs> Which should have been the title of this movie. Yeah, Wyatt Earp's prostate. Would have won an Oscar if it was Wyatt Earp's prostate. Um, so Wyatt Earp and his family come to town. And it is overrun by a group of guys called the Cowboys who are kind of like the Cowboy Mafia. They that's, were the Bloods. 
And they wear red sashes. <laughs> Therefore, the Bloods. <laughs> Silly little cowboys in their red sashes. Not the Crips. So, they so were basically, the this is the, the cowboy version of Boys in the Hood, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. John Singleman joint, be awesome. White Earp was the Crips, and the cowboys were the Bloods. <laughs> I, I can see it. I like how your husband was the only one to really laugh at that. I can see it. It's the Cowboys truth. Cowboys in the Straight out of Tombstone. <laughs> I'd watch it. A lot of dad jokes going on right now. <laughs> She's had a few. She's already started. So it's, um, and, and as a lawman, you would understand. That you've, you've done a, you know, you've fought crime for a very long time. And, oh, yeah. And eventually, you know, you're going to, you know, you see your retirement ahead of you. That's true. And, you know, you want, you want that, like, house and kids and whatever. And, and then you get pulled, you know, you get, keep getting hounded by, like, do you want to be a cop again? And, yeah. Well, and that, he, I mean, that's the, that's the way that I, I identify a lot with Wyatt Earp because he was so good at everything that he did. He was, a, he was like a lawman. And then uh, he was like, I don't want to do this no more. And then people was like, please, please, please be a lawman. You're so good at it. And he's like, no. So he throws in the tombstone. And then like within 10 minutes of being there, whammo, he owns a casino, <laughs> which is awesome. And then eventually still has to go back to, which, to doing the law thing. Which, which we'll show that in a minute because that is a great scene of him just randomly going, I want that casino and gets it. Who does that? Wyatt Earp. Yeah, he just walks in and slaps the guy around a little bit. Wham-o. Not just anybody. He slapped Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, yeah Billy he Bob bitch slaps. Sling Blade of, himself. Yeah, Speaking Bob of Billy Bob Thornton, boy, was he chunky back in the day. Uh, he was fat. Was that pre or post? That was pre Angelina. That was pre Angelina. I was like, shape. holy, holy smokes, that does he even look like Billy Bob? He's just the ball. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was going to say, but I like corrected myself. I like how you censored yourself on that one. Holy smokes! <laughs> Because of the children in the bar. <laughs> I don't know why I worry about it. I guess I worry because I know we're being recorded, and this is, and we used to be PG thirteen. Oh, this show has never been PG thirteen. Well, no, it, we used to try, and then the last, the last show we did, it was fuck, 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 and so I, I should just not worry about no, that's, it. No, we said that a lot. We didn't really fuck, 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 fuck on. That's a different show. <laughs> So, I just need to be on Jonathan's show. So they I, say I, that all the time. The, the first clip I want to show, and, and because what, you know, our, our stage manager here, Justina, I made a call out for, like, you know, for everyone who watched it, like, what are your favorite scenes? What, what can I pull from this? And this is the first thing she was like, oh, there's some deep meaning in here. So we're going to show this scene. I'm really curious about the, the deep there's, meaning. There's deep meaning in a wider. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> A what? She, she got some deep meaning, and I'm wanted curious what that is. So open your mind up, you. Deep thoughts by Jack Handy. So we're gonna. So this is this is what I lovingly call Wyatt and Billy Bob. And goddamn it, Junior! How many times am I gonna have to tell you to keep that damn cigar out of my face? All right, pause it. I get it. Pause it. I'm good. Huh? Christ Almighty! It's like it's about not smoking. <laughs> <laughs> We all got that, right? Yeah, but, yeah so back in that day, that was a real renegade way to think. Yeah, I get it. I'm sitting here playing cards with my brother's kids or something. You nerve-wracking sons of bitches. Something on your mind? Just want to let you know you're sitting in my chair. Sheldon. Is that a fact? Yeah. Well, for a man that don't go healed, you run your mouth kind of reckless, don't you? No need to go heel to get the bulge on a tub like you. Is that a fact? Mm. That's a fact. Well, 
I'm real scared. Damn right you're scared. I can see that in your eyes. All right, man, go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Listen, mister. Skin I'm that smoke wagon sounds like a porno. I'm tired of your gas. Now jerk that pistol and go to work. I said throw down, boy. He's gonna cry. I think he's gonna cry. No? I didn't think so. Here, Bill. Keep that. Hang it over the bar. All right, youngster, out you go. Don't come back. Ever. Oh, what do you say, Milt? 25% of the house takes on about right? Okay, so why Derp's a bully? I, I'm pretty no, I, I'm pretty sure that the... Because I really uh, thought Billy Bob was going to cry. The take home from that is the next time I'm going to have intercourse with my wife, I'm going to say, skin that smoke wagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see what, see what happens. <laughs> that, yes. Will you name your third child Wyatt? <laughs> That's right. I want to name him Wyatt. <laughs> Wyatt. That's not a bad name. <laughs> it's great. It's time to skin that smoke wagon, baby. Do you call your weapon the smoke wagon? I do not call it the smoke wagon, no. This is I, an old-timey I, term, right? Yeah, that's that's way old. No, I don't really uh, I don't really use so much of a gun. Uh, write the tickets. That's mostly what I do. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I think this sequence right here shows that this version of Wider may be tougher than Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would not fuck with that man. You know. Ever. You I would. I think right. I'd be Billy Bob Thornton's. Yes, Master. <laughs> Can you imagine if Chuck Norris had played Wider? It wouldn't. <laughs> It would not nearly be as good as what we just watched. I'll go with that, definitely. Uh, so, so Justina, nice. you, you said there was some deep insight, and so you have a microphone behind you. That this is for you. This yeah, is your you shining can talk moment. to that microphone. Yeah, I, I want to hear the deep insight. I, I do too. Hello, I have some thoughts. <laughs> this is wild. I'm used to. I'm used to having the gimpy microphone that doesn't work. Right. We have okay. good equipment here so, at the Mary so Widow. We got both things. First of all, he. Sh- he shows up in this town, he hears about how this bar has gone downhill, and he decides that he's going to correct it. So I think the fact that he shows up and takes care of the bully accentuates what's gonna happen later. Foreshadowing. Hey, well. So in other words, he was not asked to take care of the problem. He insinuated himself into the problem. You could say that, but I think it was more of a, he doesn't put up with this kind of behavior. And so it kind of shows you that he is very. Um... Maybe a sandwich. Oh, <laughs> hush your face. So I think you, you can, can smack him. I just I think for a man who's all about the law, assault is a misdemeanor, if I'm not mistaken. So he was in the wrong. Here. I kind of think Wyatt was in the wrong in this particular instance. Oh, hold on. Oh, listen, listen. I, don't talk I don't, about him, Wyatt. Okay. I don't have the scene, but I will, look. So after this. Doc Holliday meets them and they're all talking and apparently Doc Holliday knew Billy Bob Thornton. But behind them, there's two guys that come out and shoot another guy over a poker game. 
That was beyond assault. They were like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. They're like, he called us a cheater. And the sheriff's like, I just got to get your guns for a minute. It'll be fine. <laughs> what I'm saying is, that, so there's Billy Bob, whatever his name was in the movie. Uh, Billy Bob. <laughs> who, who is a regular customer. Thank you. He's a regular, he's a regular customer at this bar. And here's Wyatt, who just arrived, doesn't know anybody, walks into this establishment this is how he makes and takes over. <laughs> okay, it's but like, here, here's the thing. It's like he's pissing on the bar. This is my territory. And but that like, guy's whatever. a regular in a negative way. Even the he went to the bartender first. That's the thing is why it went to the bartender bartender first and talked to him about his his bar. Oh, I and that guy was Billy like, Bob was a well, dick. It's come down still. a lot because he came in here and started bullying the customers. And Dude, that's when why it right, over there. Cop, legally. I'm just saying. Who was in the wrong? No, that's true. Who was in the wrong in this particular situation? Well, now, see, no, he wasn't. No, I, think, he wasn't. I think the problem is you're you're putting Wyatt Earp in modern day laws and, uh, and circumstances. Thank you, Stock Cop. But back Thank in those you. days, if a guy was a jerk, you could totally slap him around a little bit, and that's you totally could. fine. He See, he didn't shoot him. That was like, shoot not him. shooting somebody is basically like curing cancer back in those days. Like, that's how good of a person you are. If you just don't shoot somebody, then you, it's like, wow, that guy's a hero. He didn't shoot that guy. He totally could have. Every day, a bunch of Mother Teresa's because we didn't and shoot And we want to cure exactly. cancer. You I would also like to add in that scene, I don't think slapping him was the part that was as demeaning. I think when he grabbed him by the ear and drug him out like a child is oh, yeah. when he he showed his dominance over the bullies. He skinned his smoke wagon. He did. He specific and he grabbed his ear and he drug him out of the bar. And that's just you already slapped him in the face a couple of times. That was unnecessary. Oh, I like Wyatt. They can keep talking crap off. I'll come, I'll come back at you. Oh, yeah, I'm on Team Wyatt. Did you see his mustache? Yeah, I'm on Team Wyatt. I'm, I'm, I'm te however, however, that being said, the bad guys in this movie are pretty awesome. Yeah. It's, a few, it's a, one of the few movies are. that you really kind of like, you know, in the end, I don't really care who wins because I do because I'm watching this. <laughs> you like the, the cowboy guys? Yeah, like you, Powers Booth is uh, Curly Bill, who's amazing. You've got Michael Bean, Alabama boy from, from Prattville. Who's the most amazing Johnny Ringo? It's like his best role since. Oh, like, he was amazing. Like since Reese from the Terminator Hicks from Aliens. It's like I, I, for me, it's like maybe put Johnny Ringo up there, and then maybe Hicks. No, but I, I know Hicks is so good, right? But uh, and then you've got Stephen Lang as Ike Clampton, who is there. There, there are some fun Ike Clampton clips we'll be watching today. Like I love the law. Don't go around here, no law dog. Like that's a, I love the I'm a, I find law dog adorable. Like you could make that a plush animal. <laughs> Here's a law. Here, a Merry Christmas, a law dog. Like a, law, like a pound puppy. Oh, like a pound puppy. Savvy. Sock cop, do you have a law dog? Like uh, a pet? Yeah, actually, I've got two law dogs. How about so? Am I still needing to stand here? You're fine. I'm just letting you do what you do. Okay. You do you, girl. Justina, remind me later that I need a picture giving sock cop a kiss. Of my mustache? No, his mustache. Oh, just just you giving him a kiss? Yes. <laughs> okay, I got you. Oh, my smooching? <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Probably the ladies. <laughs> no, we'll talk about that later. That's fine. Sexy socks. So so why it gets him a quarter with well, the whole family, I guess, a quarter game in the in the uh, gambling house in the casino. Also also the guy who's the there's a lot of law here. So you've got like a, a town sheriff and a county sheriff. And the county sheriff apparently is on the anti-Chinese league, which is like, that's racist. And then, but they have an opium den. Right, which is fine. And yeah, that's okay. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't like the Chinese, but we like their opium. We like their opium. Yeah, we like okay. their opium. That can stay around. Uh, he also is in charge of like, uh, he's like a landlord. He's got not like, oh, I happen to have three cottages, convenient. Here, you can have them. So, so this guy's like full of everything. Also offers Wyatt a job who says no, you know. Yeah. And so you have that going on. Um, you know what? I don't think he's a fanboy. I just thought, you know, he's, you know, the, the he's, um, I think he's just full of himself. I think he's, you know, top of the heap and just like, well, maybe I can get wide up or under me to, to accentuate myself, to make myself better. You know, if I had wide up in my, in my crew, I would be really badass. He was he was the piece of the puzzle he needed to like legitimize himself. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm missing the Wyatt Earp. That's what I'm missing. Wyatt. Not not the other guys. I mean, I'm not Virgil, I not Morgan. Yeah, who cares about Virgil? What's Wyatt doing? Um, there's a great. I, I didn't pull this clip either, but there's a great scene where the Cowboys and the Earp family are watching a vaudeville show. Oh, I love that. Because because and we'll talk about this in a minute, but they throw in a romance story that doesn't make sense. So Wyatt has a, a wife who's on drugs, and then they in, introduce a, another, like a, an actress lady who's apparently single. Well, yeah, because yeah, I mean, like, she kind of hooks up with the the mayor, well, yeah, the sheriff, the, one the law What's person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did she yeah. hook up with in the city? She she. Yeah, she hooks up with the the the, the county sheriff. Oh, the county sheriff. Right. Sheriff's so or, uh, the head of the anti Chinese league. This particular. Part of the movie kind of blew my mind it, because here is this prof like a professional traveling acting troupe going around, and they are performing scenes from Faust, which is not lowbrow theater. This is highbrow theater. Scenes from Faust in Tombstone, Arizona, with these cowboys, and who, they dug it. <laughs> they dug, but it was just like it's so. Out of place. I like how they dug Billy uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane's in this film. And I couldn't figure out Billy Zane's character. I could, but I couldn't. It was just like it's just a strange. It's like I don't I don't see that show coming to Tombstone. It's not really the show, Faust. It's like a scene from Faust. It's like it's like it's like a highlight because <laughs> they need like, a lot of entertainment. It's almost like they didn't have the cable. It's almost like if the Republican National Convention hired Hamilton to perform. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, would, you got it. <laughs> you got it. I, I just it was that Hamilton. out of place. <laughs> well, I, I think it's just like I don't know. I, I actually I've really dug the scene because you have these like big burly ass dudes who are out like gunslinging, murdering motherfuckers, and they're they're sitting back watching theater. They're like, "Good show, sir." Good no, no, show. no, no, no. They're <laughs> shooting their guns. They're shooting their guns yeah. in the ceiling. Yeah, they're not doing good show. They're sliding the place I, up. Yeah, yeah, but come on. But that's how they say good show great. back good in those show, days. It was great, but it was like so out of place. I mean, if you, if the, would there not be theater? Would it not be better if you could shoot your pistol into the sky? Oh, the I would love to shoot my pistol at a lot of theater. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of theater. I wish I could carry a pistol. <laughs> so after the scene, they go back to the Oriental, the place where they, um, where Wyatt and his family has the game, and um, Johnny. Uh, Ringo and Doc have a conversation I that love I this. wanted to share. This is my favorite scene. Finally, some Doc Holliday. 
Wide herb, huh? Heard of you. Listen now, Mr. Kansas Law Dog. Law don't go around here. Savvy? I'm retired. Good. <laughs> that's real good. Yeah. Yeah, that's real good, Law Dog, because Law just don't go around here. Yeah, I heard you the first time. Winner to the king, $500. <laughs> Shut up, Ike. <laughs> you must be Doc Holliday. <coughs> That's the rumor. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Yeah, you look it. You must be Ringo. Look, darling. Johnny Ringo. The deadliest pistol ever since Wild Bill, they say. What do you think, darling? Should I hate him? You don't even know him. No, that's true, but... I don't know, there's just something about him. Something around the house. I don't know. Reminds me of... me. No, I'm sure of it. I hate him. He's drunk. Vino Veritas. Ajik Urajis. Creda Judas Sotella non ego. Eventus Stutorum. Magister. But listen. They're cursing now, they Come on, boys. We don't want any trouble in here, not in any language. That's Latin, darling. Evidently, Mr. Ringo's an educated man. Now I really hate him. What's it, Johnny? I hear he's real fast. <laughs> <laughs> So, thanks to the internet, I can tell you what they said. Thank you. All right. So, so this is this is anything except for the smoke wagon. 
and the milk punch. Don't want to skin that smoke no wagon? No smoke wagon, no milk punch. I don't like tequila. Just see what happens. So, so I do, but not with tequila. So this is what they said. Uh, of course, Justine is getting a drink. She's one of the no. So here it is. Doc says, uh, in wine there is truth. Johnny Ringo replies with, do what you do. And then Doc goes all Jewy on it. He's like, let, let a pella the Jew believe, not I. Which apparently was like a Roman in, you know, insult by saying, like, you're Jewish. Or Jews are terrible, and so you're, you must be terrible. And then Johnny Ringo says, youth is the teacher of fools. Doc Holliday replies with, may he rest in peace. Again, he says, let Apollo the Jew believe, not I. And then that's what, how it ends. And so that's what it gets into. So there are Latin Jewish? lessons here at Tombstone. That's a bit underwhelming. Well, awesome. Right, you're like, like you expect him to like call his mama something. Yeah, Who yeah, knew? Yeah. I wanted to learn some new insults, but it's like, I can't use none of that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, like today, day and age, you can so, definitely can use that. So far, the only Latin I've learned is in church. Yeah. yeah. Which only applies when I'm watching the Boondock Saints. Oh, okay. Right. That's pretty much all I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much. And the drinks were delivered. Um, I love that scene, too. I, I think, you know, Michael Bean was amazing just because that was, you know, that's him. That's all him. There's no camera tricks or no, no other hand doing all the, the I, I can't do that. What do you think Doc Holliday learned how to do that? <laughs> drinking? Just drinking? Just yeah. fiddling with his little, uh, his drinking cup? I love his adorable drinking cup. That's a, that's a very cute drinking cup. It's, it's, you know, they should, I should have one. I want a little I want one of those. Cup. Let's talk about that for a minute, because when you think about it, Doc Holliday, he actually, you know, he's a dentist. He went to school for dentistry. For like a minute. <laughs> well, no, he did. Well, he, and got then, his, and then, he got his degree. He did. He actually was practicing. Was, and which took was, like a minute back then. <laughs> and then he was diagnosed with tuberculosis, because his mother had it, and he yeah. carried for her, so he was diagnosed with tuberculosis, and then he decided to move out west because he was told the climate would be better for him, which it was. It totally worked. And out. he decided to become a gambler, which was an actual profession back in that day. How did he learn to be so fast with a gun? Hobby. <laughs> well, I, I think it's. And he was. I mean, historically, he was that fast. In transit to and from, maybe like it's not like a car ride. You well, know, you my thing is, is what what makes you think? Like, since I'm a gambler, I should probably learn how to shoot people quickly. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I, I would. Have, there's a lot of truth to that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I remind you back to the earlier scene where two guys shot another dude because they called him a cheater. So you need to be on the defensive, right? Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's part of it. Right. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I got to be able to shoot him. Get the teeth back. <laughs> well, I just like rob those trains for all those gold teeth. You gotta get that gold. Yeah, exactly. It's not cheap. Like, what other like device can he do that with? Like, what else? Like, like cutlery? Can he do that with? Like, you know, like a, like a kitchen utensil? Nunchakus. Like Carrots. Well, apparently, it's a it's a Val Kilmer thing. Actually, Val Kilmer does all those weird hand. Thing. In Top Gun, he does a, a thing with a coin in his hand. In another movie, does the same thing. He has a. Well, you know he's an artist. Okay. <laughs> no, he is. He's, he's an actual artist. And, like, you know, well, I follow him on um, Instagram and Twitter. Ooh. And he does, like, do, he does, he's, he's an artist and he sells his paintings and everything. Like, Good art galleries and everything. 
No shit. I got to give you one of those. How much does that go for? He's good with his hands. Man's good with his hands. That guy's got to get his original killer. Yeah, I'm very interested. He actually has a painting like a of himself as Doc Holliday that I really, really want. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Why not? Why not? I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) Oh, that's coming. According to the rules of the movie, if you come saying, up here and but, slap but it around, saying, you can take a place. The man's good with his hands. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't play by the rules of the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll just say. I guess fortunately, I don't. Yeah, yeah, fortunately, I would say. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I, 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 I brought this up. This is the one I picked. Because, I, like I said, we all picked scenes. And this is the, one of the ones I picked. Yeah, but I want, I want to explain why at the end. I do like bad guys. The bad guys in this are cool, but this is not the best bad guy scene. Oh, How, this is a good scene. This is after the... There's not a bad scene in it except when the women show up, and I hate to be that way, but they are just terrible. That was true. All the, I mean, as a woman, all the women's scenes in this movie suck. And just poorly they're written. Well, there are Right. That's what it is. The, you know, they're an afterthought. The women are playing cards. Or, it's bad. It's just bad. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> yes. Good. Oh. He just came out of there. Oh, this is just a normal Wednesday night. It's time to shoot the moon on Wednesday. Grandma Bell. <laughs> Come on now. Well, howdy, Fred. Hand those over, Curly. Hand them over. Why, sure, Dad. I'm only fun. Here you go. Back off. Get a rope! Bring him up! Nobody's hanging anybody. He just killed a man! Stay stand trial for it. Now get back! Move! Turn him loose! He said to turn loose of it. I'm not. Go home. I swear to God. Law dog, you don't step aside, we'll tear you apart. You die first, get it? Your friends might get me in a rush, but not before I make your head into a canoe. You understand me? He's bluffing. Let's rush him. No. He ain't bluffing. You're not as stupid as you look, I... Now tell him to get back. Go on now, get back. Go on! He'll kill me. And you. 
music lover. You're next. <laughs> drunk piano player. You're so drunk you can't hit nothing. In fact, you're probably seeing double. I have two guns. One for each of you. Back it up now! Go home now! I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. We'll meet again. I'll see you soon. <laughs> I'll see you real soon. Okay, so I want to bring up something. This is so so Curly, this really happened. Curly Bill was a real guy. The sheriff was a real guy too. Um, and Curly Bill shot and killed accidentally. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Killed the sheriff. The sheriff in this movie is played by Harry Carey Jr., who's 85, I think, at the time he made this movie. So, he, you know, he's an old Santa Claus type. The real sheriff was 31 when this happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> 31. That's odd. Yeah, so that got well, me... Well, 31 used to be the 85 of their time. Yeah, that is so, true. I mean... So that got me thinking about how different are the ages of this cast. <laughs> so Wyatt Earp was 31 when tomb and when he went to tombstone how old was kurt russell uh, do you want to have people come up and answer it's hot cop what's your answer if, i'm gonna say 44 44 stephanie i'm gonna say 45 45 36 49 i was oh, right really yeah you should have oh, wow. oh, excuse me 39 he's 39 sorry oh, 39. Me, 39. Let's say you look good for 49 all right, so, sorry. So I win. Uh, That's a decade, Scotty. Sorry, math is hard. That's <laughs> true. Um, Bill Paxton playing Morgan. Morgan was 27. How old was Bill Paxton? That's... Don't answer this, and if none of them get it, we, we need to involve our audience. We can, audience, we can involve we can the audience. Yes. Prize. prize. Yes. Okay, let somebody else answer, Jamie. <laughs> Anybody else? What do you say? I like so your mustache. So we have 30... You're welcome. Anybody? Anybody at all? Anybody? Because this is for a prize. This is, we have good make a, prizes. Make a guess. Don't let Jamie get the prize, guys. 36. 36. No, sorry, the question was. Do you want to go with 34? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He, the, wait, 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 wait. The audience asked. 32? Okay. We got a 32. No one listens to me. <laughs> the audience asked what the question was. The question again was. Uh, Morgan Wyatt in this at the time of this movie was 27 years old. Bill Paxton plays him. How old was Bill Paxton when he made the movie? I said 35. And then mm. Jamie screamed 35 12 times. So we know he's got 35. So for a prize, everybody like make a guess. 33. 33. 36. 36. Anybody else? One dollar. One dollar. 36 Wrong was the game. closest. It was 38. 36. Where's our 36 right there? Wow. Audience got like violence. Yay. Some hostilities. So we have a prize for you. Justine's bringing you a prize. So free stuff is always good. That's, what, that's why you come to our shows. We I will free say, stuff. 
you will like that show because the see you next Tuesday word is used on that show. Do they have mustaches? There's a lot of foul language in adult what? situations. August Osage County. Very, very so, so continuing our fest. You'll like it. Continuing Bring our a fest. date. So Morgan Earp was the oldest brother at 35, and he's played by Sam Elliott, who was not 35. How old was Sam Elliott? 56. Oh, man. 48, 45. Can we talk about how beautiful Sam Elliott's mustache was in that movie? Oh, we will. Oh, we will. He was a beautiful mother cracker in that movie. He really was. So, so Sarkop, how old? Sarkop, how old do you think Sam Elliott was? I, I think he actually. was uh, 47. <laughs> 47. Stephanie, how old do you think Sam Elliott was? Sam Elliott in that movie was probably 68. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 68, Grandpa. Uh, JD. 56. 56. He was 49. That's the word really? Was. Oh, was That's what the 49 was. He looked a lot older, but still He's sexy. Much a, no, but Sam Elliott has always looked like Sam Elliott. Like yeah. the day he was born, yeah, he looked I mean, like he was... he always looks like that. I was just guessing. because He the just white showed up and she's like, well, I'm he has a mustache. If you have gray hair, you're automatically in your 60s in my book. I'm just saying. Johnny Ringo? <laughs> no, you got if you color it or shave it, it's different. Did you but say 48? We have a hand up. If you sport the gray hair, you're automatically in your 60s in my book. And you're 64. Would you like a poster? So. Good. All right. Yay! Jamie wanted a movie. Yay! Yay! Sure. Good. What's God. that? A DVD? You mean we're gonna yeah, watch that every day now? Thank you. Give him some credit. He's, he's begging for, for credit. Every, <laughs> every day credit. we will be watching that. So. Um, this fight leads on to other fights. So, uh, I, you know, uh, Curly Bill kills the sheriff. Well, hold on. All right. I, I, that wasn't his fault. It was the sheriff's fault. He was trying to hand his guns over. The sheriff made a wrong move, and they accidentally went off. Hold on. The U is a crack horse situation. Hold on. Let's let's ask the law enforcement professional. Oh man. He was on drugs. Well, they do have the body cam footage. Uh, we can plainly <laughs> see it. Uh, we, yeah. we can, we can, we can play this scene again. We, we uh, will. There was, there was a tussle. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's take that. another look no, at, let's the, not. Uh, at the body cam. Yeah. We have other scenes. Let's not do it. Yeah, but uh, you're not running the show, so. Do you wear body cam? Back. Oh, no, I don't need one. What about so, okay. the scene before when he was like clearly coming out of the opium den? So, so we're, we're watching footage shooting at the moon. Yeah, shooting at the moon. You're a bad man. Because bad it's Wednesday. Man. The moon did something to upset him. The moon pissed him off. All right, he so was look, real look right mad here. at the moon. Look right here. Curly Bell. He draws his weapon on him. There it goes. For Maybe what? it enlarged his prostate. He was defending himself now. against the moon. Well, howdy, Fred. Hand those over, Curly. Hand them over. Look. And then he's like, okay, take them, mister. Why, sure, Dad. See? And the cop didn't lower his weapon. I'm only fucking. <laughs> Here you go. Right there. Oh, no. Right there. No, we shot him on purpose. See, now, yeah, I'm with, I'm with. I was just murder. No, no, that was a murder. I, I think he went to reach for it and it got. No, 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 no. I'm going with. It was clearly the dude 
was on crack. Yep. It was and on some opium. Acting erratically. Was it the bath salts? He could have been on bath salts. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was on the opium. You don't know. I have to agree with Jonathan though, because I feel like at least in the movie, it was portrayed as an accident. Obviously, it's a movie. It was, he was but you could tell that he was genuinely surprised. I, I just want to say, I'm if just you're saying, shoot a gun backwards. Moon, you're, okay. not, you're not in your right mind. Oh, like, if you can't shoot a gun backwards. He did not say oops like, daisies afterwards. Look at his face, Sock Cup. Look at his face. He did not say oops daisies. If you accidentally shoot somebody, you say oops daisies. Watch the clip. Look at his face. If, if the, sheriff, the sheriff asked politely for the guns. He would hand it to him and he was like, oh no, I slipped on my gun. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Did. His face was like, like that. Oh, that's true. Like he was like, oh my God. He, he could have just shot He was him. a daisy. He didn't have to go through the whole I got you, Jonathan. I got you. I appreciate that. I, I'm going with straight back. up murder. I'm just going. <laughs> yeah, he murdered him. I'm going straight up murder on this one. Murder. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. Accidental it happens. Murder. It happens. Murder. What if it was assisted suicide? Like, what if it was all orchestrated? It totally was yeah. not. As, just <laughs> 31 years old. He was the prime of his life. I just, I want us to get back to where we Anyone all have Anyone got any duct tape for Jonathan? I feel like Jonathan needs duct tape. No, I just, I want us to get back to where we all have, like, kick-ass Old West nicknames, like Curly Bill. We need one. You know, I don't, I we know need language nicknames. changes. He wants to give us all an Old West nickname. Keep in mind about the prime. Thirty-one was there over the hill. We need one. Sixty was their death. Right. So yeah, thirty-one true. wasn't like, oh, I'm beginning. Thirty-one was like halfway there. What have I done? Okay, I'll give you that. But he wasn't Thank like, you. like Santa Claus eighty-five, right? Prairie Dog JD. <laughs> what I'm saying, he was miscast. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so oh, this that's... escalates because it's a movie, and um, I. The, the law dog speaking fellow um, gets drunk at a card game and arrested and uh, let out of jail because he was just drunk. And that starts a whole fight. And all the cowboys get all pissed off and they're going to fight the Earps. And um, by this time, Virgil's already a, a sheriff because uh, they have to have a new one because the last one was sh- murdered. Murdered, yeah. And Virgil didn't think clearly about this. And so he deputizes Morgan, who Morgan is all like, I love gunfighting. I can't wait to get involved in this. And Morgan was like, I'm going to do whatever Virgil does. I love my brothers. I'm going to shoot people. And so shit goes down. And you know shit goes down when there's slow motion and just badass walking. So this leads to what really happened was the gunfight of the OK Corral. And it is a uh, the gunfight itself lasted about 30 seconds. This is a little longer, mainly because of the walking they do to it. <laughs> Once again, excellent Doc Holiday clip. I love the building that's on fire. Randomly. <laughs> love it. Yeah, Wyatt looks over and goes, did we do that? <laughs> fire, fire. Like that bucket of water's gonna do anything. <laughs> One guy had a bucket just run by. Go, nope. Come on, get home. That kid should have got shot. Yeah, damn kid. Where were the parents? Is what I want to do. Probably dead or in a mine. 
That's no excuse. How the hell we get ourselves into this? You don't have to worry about a thing. I just went over there and disarmed. You did? Come on, go over Gentlemen, I'm not gonna allow any trouble. Verzel's got his ass kicking stick. We're way past trouble. We're here to disarm you. Throw up your hands. Oh, not what I want. What do we do? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You now, you son of a bitch. You're a daisy if you do. Kill assist. Thank you. Sokka got it. All quiet now. I have issues with this whole stuff. <laughs> All right. They're cowboys. Can they shoot all, all the horses? All of you are under arrest. Like those guys in the back, too. I don't think I'll let you arrest us today, Behan. <laughs> Mic drop. So that brings us back to the age-old question. 
Who shot first, Han or Guido? Guido. Guido. <laughs> I'm just saying. What about the mustache? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Who the fuck is Guido? <laughs> Still. Still. Just, just ignore know. that, Scotty. I know. Answer the question. Oh, that hurts my soul. My thing is, is this is crazy. This whole thing is crazy. Yes. <laughs> That's the point. Do you have more? You just went, it's crazy. I think what's funny is, is like headed up to this, they, they made sure that Doc Holliday wasn't allowed to use his pistols. They're like, give, give him the shotgun so he doesn't fuck shit up. That shoots three times. <laughs> shoots I don't know a lot times. about weapons, but that's a double-barreled, right? And so he shoots one in the air, shoots one in the guy, and then shoots another time. Yeah. There's no reloading. Nope. You didn't see it. He did it. Yeah, he there, did there it real quick. And nobody was looking. As, yeah, as badass as of a gunslinger he is, when Doc Holliday's ducking, he's just doing this shit, like running by the window. Doing he's this. amazing. <laughs> no, because I've actually I've been to Tombstone, Arizona, and they have like a whole oh little gosh, setup there. Oh my gosh, Doc That's amazing. Yeah, it's true, and they have like a whole little. They've got like, uh, like what do they call it? Like the mannequins. They yeah. got a little mannequin stood up where everybody is, and you hit a button, and they all shoot each other. It's awesome. So people have like gone through, and they've like, you know, shot by shot. Figured how how that go, or just made it up one or two, because who knows? But they they know, so you can go back and like look at it play by play. So, I, I, your opinion as a law enforcement expert, uh, what, was this legal? Well, it looked like a, I didn't see a referee, uh, but, but other than that, it was it seemed Jamie, like a legally sanctioned shootout. Because you're the referee. Get it together. Was man. that a red card, yellow card? Did you, yeah, did what you flag would you have thrown? As, as a referee, how well done. Would you, how well would you well done. Hey, I feel like it was justified, man. Yeah, that's the way it because goes. Because that guy winked at the other guy? Is that why? You don't wink at another man in you the don't, old way. You don't. You can how wink at a lady, you? and a lady can wink at a man. Yeah, but ladies can wink. a man can cannot wink at a I get it. A I man it. winks at another man? That's right. By the way, audience, I just want to let you know this microphone down here. If you want to, it's for like, you guys too. If you have something to I'm say and you want to be on the podcast heard, please come down to the microphone. Please do. And, and you might you can't. get, we can and you might you get a prize. You at. might actually get a prize if you step up to the microphone. I'll sit down. Just I'll sit down. She's telling me to sit down. No, no, no. I'm just saying that we have prizes to give away. You can read between the lines. No, you're fantastic. We just have prizes to give away for those who want to talk. I'd rather. Switch. What kind of prizes? I'll switch microphones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are we talking? Two we got some good. Yeah. So you got, you so got it on VHS. JD. Yo. What do you do? You think it was legal? Do I think it was legal? Give that I mean, fight. Yeah. I mean, like it, it, the way that this sequence is shot. Yeah. I mean, they they're very much you know walked up to disarm these people. They know the law. They. It drew. was a misdemeanor. It's still a law. I think right. it was a consensual it's, shooting. Well, no, I mean, like, they, they, they walked up to disarm the, uh, wait, the wait, cowboy wait, gang. Wait, it's like, hey, baby, hey, baby, I want to shoot you. Is that, is that cool? Is that a consensual? <laughs> consensual. Yes, they bo- both parties agreed to the shooting. Oh, God, yeah. Jamie's coming. Okay. All right, so our first audience comment, that's going to be on mic. Sir, your name? My name is Jamie Ward. You already won a prize. By default, I win a prize. That's awesome. All they were trying to do was disarm them. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Again, Wyatt was against this from the beginning. Wyatt says it's a misdemeanor, and it's not going to make it stick. Right. 
You know, the whole, the whole premise, everybody blames Wyatt. He was the one the entire time trying to tell them not to do this. Mm -hmm. The entire time. Oh, yeah. with you. But Virgil gets all holier than thou, and then Morgan follows his Doc lead. Holliday was not trying to disarm them. Doc Holliday don't care. Doc Holliday yeah. wanted to kill everybody. I, he really I, he's down for whatever. Right. Doc, I'm with you. Doc Holliday's the free agent in this. They go kill people. They, if not, he'll go sleep. You know, yeah, or he's, yeah. he's got big nose Kate back waiting right. for him. Yep. Right. He's but, good to go. But but all the brothers and the wives, once things happen later, we'll get to that. All blame Wyatt, but it's really the other guy's fault. Thank you. Thank you. Truth. Truth. In my opinion. I I think it, first of all, I think it's Doc Holliday's fault. He's the one who went. Wyatt he exactly told them going. not to become lawmakers. <laughs> Frederick fucking Chopin. So, um, and this, you know, actually kind of went down how, you know, this movie's not incredibly historically accurate, but they did kind of get how the OK Crowd really happened. Those guys, you know, showed up and there was a quick 30 second gunfight and that was it. And then all hell broke loose. So there's a lot of dead guys, a lot of dead cowboys, and in this next scene, Johnny and Ringo is sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting warmer. The spring's coming. Hello, Billy. I'll say hello. It's deputy, and I don't want to talk to you. Those men you killed were my friends. Dead guy. Jason Priestley, 9210. I'd fight you right now, so I don't want to talk to you. Shane Dorgie would let me. Oh, they were good with laughing. you right now. Sister boy should have stuck around. What do you want, Ringo? I want your blood. Oh. I want your soul. I want them both right now. I don't want any more trouble. Well, you got trouble! And it starts with you. I'm not going to fight you, Ringo. Nope, he rest. He rest. Sober up. Come on, boy. Wretched slugs. Don't any of you have the guts to play for blood? I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> That's just my game. He's amazing. <laughs> All right, Lunger. You go to hell. I'll put you out of your misery. Say wham. Johnny, don't! No, Get off! Get off! Don't mind him. He just drunk. That's all. <laughs> See, Curly was smart. Curly knew Ringo was about to get his ass whooped. Yep. He just drunk. He just drunk. He just Never mind him. Like everybody drunk. else in this town. Who's I love Powers Booth in this movie Who's so been there much. When a friend has bailed you out and said she's just drunk. Never meant my name. I'm just saying. Come on, CJ. Y'all know you've been there. Never mind. He's just drunk. He's just drunk. In my life, I've only had that happen one time, and apparently I asked an Uber driver the wrong kind of question. And the person that paid for the ride was like, she's drunk. I was like, you can't ask him that? Why 
It was like my second time in an Uber. What'd you ask him? I was at a bachelorette weekend. I don't think we should talk about it. But did you accidentally get into a fight with somebody? No, I asked him how to say vagina in a different language. Oh. Right? I was. We were talking about this different language. I don't even remember what it was. I learned how because to... I was drunk. And I was I... like, "How would you say that? Like, how would you say vagina in that language?" And I did she was like, how... "I'm so sorry." I learned how to say "take your shit off" in Bosnian one time. See, I didn't say that. Bosnian guys. I wanted him to keep his shirt on. I just wanted to know how to say the just word. Sarkov, do you speak any other languages? Yes. Uh, no, no, just the Englishes and the and barely that. <laughs> Can we all just take oh, a moment to appreciate how they walked and wonder if they had ever gotten their prostate checked? <laughs> Callback. A, a prostate check in the Old West was uh, not comfortable. No. That was an accidental saddle horn. There's a lot of different things involved back in those days. Ow. Um, Doc is amazing in this scene. It was an awkward time. You're welcome. I had to get that thought out of my brain to restart. I just like, ow, <laughs> like, no, Doc. No, let's talk about something else. So, so I like Doc was just in the background the whole time, and, and then Johnny Ringo was just running his mouth, and then he just shows up with a gun behind his back. I wish I was that badass. Well, don't we all wish we was Doc Holliday's? <laughs> well, minus his tuberculosis. Well, you know, you're giving... They have medication for that now. I don't want the the TB, but they—that's not really an issue anymore. Yeah, they got like cough medicine or whatever. You'll be all right. That scissor, (laughs) a little robitussin in there. You don't have to worry about the consumption. Little Sudafed for you. The consumption. I love how we're using proper terms. (laughs) Um, That's what it was back in the day. So, of course, the Cowboys, after they've lost so many in the OK Corral, have to retaliate, and they do. And they, they, they have an ambush on the, the Earps, which leaves Morgan dead, just shot in the back. And uh, Virgil's shot in the arm where he can't use it no more, but he can still hug his wife. I know. I can still I can, I can I got still one good arm, good arm to hug my wife. I can still hold you with my good arm. I can still hug you. That was like, do you have the, the terrible scene like on here where a- after Morgan dies? Do you have that? No, I don't, I don't. Oh my god. Okay, it's freaking terrible. Like, like so, Morgan dies, and and when Whiter goes into like the the no from like from Revenge of the Sith, you know that like terrible. <laughs> ah, and then he like walks outside, and his mistress comes up to him, and he's like, "Don't come near me!" And she walks away, and then he turns to his wife. And she just walks away, and he falls down in the rain in the middle of the street. It's almost like an a R&B video. Wife. Oh, it's, awful. it's never officially announced that it's it's his wife. I just want to point that out. Oh, well, in the, in everybody the, was like, "Oh, is that your wife?" And he historic- never says yes. Okay. Ooh. In the okay. historically accurate Kevin Costner one, she is. Yeah, I think they talk about that being the wife at the beginning. No, he just introduces. Really? This is this is what's her real Celia May. We, everyone calls her. Maggie. They never call the wife. You got me thinking now. You got me thinking. Oh. Who knew? In that movie. Yeah, and the historically accurate, you know. And you know what? If I were married to a crack whore, I wouldn't have claimed her either. Yeah. Opium. I'm just saying. Opium. Lots of bad decisions. Because she's a straight up crack whore. A laudanum lady, as they were called. There you go. As they were called. This scene completely derails all like all the emotion that happens with the Morgan Day. Wait, wait. What about the scene, though, that really, like... Where he comes and like after he's talked to his mistress, 
and they've had their horseback ride and whatnot, and they talk about how she wants to go off and like live on room service and this, that. And he kind of like it. He's trying not to go down that path. He's trying to be loyal to his Because he wants to be the oak. And, and oh, right. And so he goes home to her and he's like, let's live on room service. And she's like, oh, okay. But no, I can't. What? Okay. What movie are you watching? She's a crack whore. <laughs> I mean, she's crazy. She doesn't do any of that, Stephanie. That's ridiculous. <laughs> he did. He's like, let's go. But I liked your interpretive dance said, version of that. Who are you? She and is so messed head. up. She is so messed up. Like half you a minute. You made sex noises. Half she a made minute she's happy. And like, half there's a, a difference. She's on crack again. And half a minute she's like, she's, she's like, oh, oh, oh. And then That's he, not what she did. That's and then he did. totally just gives up. He's like, never mind. Just never mind. <laughs> I don't I'm just thinking out loud. You would too. You would too. You'd be like, I'm out. So bad. She is so Room bad. service for me. So, so Wyatt sends the family away so they don't get continually murdered by the cowboys. Well, there's also now, um, they, so this is the crucial part happens in this though where um, the cowboys attack the women. Yes. Like they go after the women. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do, yeah, they, do, yeah. they, do they kill uh, Doc's lady? No. no. Okay, okay, all right, cool. No, the, right. So the, the women all make so it. So they go after, they, the cowboys well, go after the women. Wyatt's wife dies. And then a, a sect of the uh, uh, of the cowboys break off, which is uh, Michael Rooker. Yeah, Michael uh, Rooker. Uh, uh, who else was the other one? There's three of Jamie, it was, uh, he's, he's googling. Uh, Charlie Creek Johnson, Just Charlton he's Heston. 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 Thank you. Yeah, that was the other one I couldn't remember. Heston Heston wasn't one of the cowboys. It's okay, Jamie. Sock cop. Charleston came to win. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was mistaken. You fucked me up, sock cop. Sock holiday. Whatever, whatever. Michael Rooker was called in this movie, and he's Merle. Merle. Is Merle. 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 This is this is Merle's ancestor. <laughs> McMaster's just I, I, really, I really wish shit. Daryl had His been name there. Is Merle. Maybe maybe that's Daryl's last is McMaster's. Merle McMaster. <laughs> Daryl and Merle McMaster. Daryl had a crossbow. So I appreciate that Jonathan brought that up though, because that is essential to the film, is that Wyatt doesn't ever retaliate until the women are attacked. And it's, even his brother dying, it was the fact that the women were attacked that he kind of snaps. You can see no, it. I think I think I disagree. I think I think Morgan's death drives him over the edge. I yes. think I think Morgan's death. The, Maybe. The, well, McMasters yeah. and Charlie Creek Johnson and the other guy. Okay. Well, let's, let's they they join. Well, let's throw this out there though. So they 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 exit. They do they do the ambush attack right. And then they go to get on the train. If the cowboys wouldn't have showed up at the train, do you think? Which that, is our next thing. Do you do you think that they would have? Gone ape shit on. Do you yes. think that like? Oh yeah, think, he was still going ape shit on. Yeah, you think so? He had yeah. made the deal with the devil to go ape shit. Well, it was so, kind of a shitty move when he's like, "We're good." He's like, let's "Fucking leave." So you know? so let's watch the train scene. Oh yes, you have it. It's all loaded up. That's Virgil with the women. He's mine. Oliver. Hey, Maddie. Where's wife? Right behind you, Stillwell. I love that line. Why 
Irv has all of the balls. He's <laughs> got all of the balls. He's so leveled up, he's got spurs. He got new equipment. It's awesome. He, he was that pissed. That's your dumbass for just staying there for that. All right, Clinton. You called down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. You see that? Oh, it shit. says United States Marshal. What? Don't kill me. Please. Take a good look at him, Mike. Because that's how you're going to end up. The cowboys are finished. You understand me? I see a red sash. I kill a man wearing it. So run, you turf. Red! Tell all the other curs the lie's coming! You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! I like how he went to the Kurt Russell School of Yelling. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Well, that was a callback, though. Because whenever the, uh, the cowboy guy shot the preacher fellow, he was uh, he was quoting the Bible and did the whole hell right. with it. Yeah. Thank you, Sock. That's actually I, so I can't believe we didn't bring that right up. Now. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we we just skipped because we we all want to see Billy Bob Thornton, so we just yeah. went straight to that. Well, this movie's so violent that a, a shooting, a, 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 a cold-blooded murder of a preacher is just like gets the scene under the rug. If it's yeah, been a like, while, Billy Bob this, Thornton. The scene he's talking about is, is pretty much uh, the opening of the movie. Uh, the cowboys roll into a town and they gun down everybody at a wedding. Yep. Right. Establishes real and quick. Then, and then, like the shows. pastor comes out and he 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 relays this. You go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> hell comes. Oh gosh, here comes Jamie, guys. Prepare. Uh oh. Does anybody else want to have anything to say other than Jamie? I mean, seriously, this is open to all audience members. I, I, or just, I just Jamie. I just want to make a small observation. Please. What a wuss. Yeah. I yes. yes. Oh, there's a third. And there's a third <laughs> coming later. I, I mean, Ike. They should have Frank Castle. I mean, if your name is Ike, you're supposed to be like pimp slapping people, right? That was later. Oh, that's later. That's Turner. That's yeah, Turner. That's right. Turner. Different you, Ike. You should have been. You should have been born back then. He's more like Mike and Ike. I, I just, Mike and Ike. Just wanted to make that observation. I'm out. I'm out. Ike's a pussy. No, we don't. We're good. <laughs> so, um, so, where was I? Yeah, Ike is terrible with it. He's he's nothing but a coward. He's got uh, he's what third in command, and he's just useless at that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, his big scene is you know law dog go around law you know law dog, and then starting the OK Corral. This he, is all his fault. He's the little like yappy dog around the big yes. bad dog. Is what he is. Yeah. Like, there's so many Looney Tunes little, like, uh, skits like that, right? You know what I'm talking about? Where it's oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yip, 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 yip. And, like, he only does it when the big dog is around. It's this guy. He's a little bitch. Hey, I mean, he is. He's a little hairless exactly chihuahua he, bitch. Yeah. I think it's also badass that if you've got a bunch of enemies in that time, you're like, I'll just get myself deputized. Or I'll become a marshal, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to, it's legal now. I kill everybody now. It's legal. <laughs> totally fine. Oh, yeah, he, back in those days, for like, sure. It, 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 
he just be like, yeah, I'm a third U.S. Marshal. Way I'm old. But but he's also not just like I'm a deputy. He's like you want one? You I deputize you yeah, too. He's giving him out but, like but Halloween candy. I mean, he's a legitimate retired U.S. Marshal, isn't he? Is it wrong that really every time I've watched yeah, this well, film, he's a Marshal, yeah, he's a and I mean Marshall. every time that I've watched this movie, I kind of zoned out at this point. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same. You're like, like, I don't really remember this as much either. as the rest. Because, and the reason why is because. Doc Holliday was not prominent until like other places. Oh, that's good. But this I literally zoned out. This you know why? Like, because it's, be- it's because you know Daisy. You know Daisy at all. Because there's no Val. Kil- Don't let him get up at the microphone anymore. Okay. <laughs> because. <laughs> because yeah. Because of no like Doc Holliday. I'm just saying. <laughs> really? I, I didn't know you had a favorite. <laughs> I did have a favorite. I've- I took you for like a, a Maddie or whatever the actress's name was. The crack whore? The crack whore. No, 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 not so much. Um, so the fight escalates as it does. And, as, as, and so I love this scene. Is uh, this, the, uh, this is the river sequence? Yeah, this is the river sequence. So prior to this, there's a montage of murder. I don't even know if I remember this part. And I just watched it the other day. I literally just watched it. This is like one of like so. This is like the defining scene for White Earp as a character. Right, but I think this is one of the zone out moments. I think I I think I was like aside from the okay character arc of Wyatt. Like his his like his like legend So now I'm available. Just saying. She, she's like, let me take this mustache off. I, I, I love how my podcasts bring people together and tear them apart. <laughs> oh, okay, Jamie, you've been cut off. So it's an important. Wait, wait. Prior to this, his little gang right here murders the fuck out of the cowboys, and then they go up. To they the do. River. They there's a like, there's a lot of murder, murder going fucking. on, and then they roll up to the river. Well, let's watch it. And then this is like the legend of wider. I'll try to pay attention now. Please, Jamie. Really cool. Did any of them make it though? Hey, what? How the hell are you? Got some boys over there behind you. Got you in a little crossfire. How you like that? <laughs> Come on, think of something fast, would ya? What? <coughs> it was. No. What? Huh? No. What? What are you doing?
you ever see anything like that before? Hell, I ain't never even heard of anything like that. Nothing. Where is he? Down by the creek. Walking on water. Well, let's hope he's got another miracle up his sleeve. Let's find no Ringo. He's headed straight for us. So, uh, according to historical events, that really happened. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 according to the written record of the witnesses there, the gunfight happened at that creek, and Wyatt Earp just got up and shot Curly Bill amidst the, the, the bullets, uh, Curly Bill's gun misfired, and that really happened. Yeah. Wyatt Earp went his whole uh, uh, life without ever getting shot. Yeah, which is what I thought was really cool because it's it's played on really heavily in this and then in the other one with with Kevin Costner. So I thought it was really neat. He's very lucky. Yeah, I would say lucky. Is anybody else weirded out by Merle with hair? <laughs> well, it's his ancestor. The hairline like fades He's away. He's awfully curly. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm much more upset that they had the element of surprise and hit nobody. Oh, like, like storm, at the beginning, like the people were like, is anybody here? And then they shot and nobody Just got like hit. Just like stormtroopers. And it's like, oh no, they're shooting. Oh, yeah, and they have and no still cover. nobody. They still have nobody. like half a log. Yeah, like, that's all they got. And they're like hiding behind the skinniest tree and they're like, boom, I got you from across the river. And they were like, oh, they don't know we're here. And nothing. They were kind of cr- like a legitimate crossfire and not a one of them got hit. No. I mean, Wyatt walked across the river. Unarmed. He was just like, come on. Like no one's like, we should shoot that guy. No, no, let's shoot in the woods. No, 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 no. he's got it. He said out loud that he wanted that one. We won't shoot him. The surgeon, the surgeon had to get involved. The guy with the white robe. <laughs> True that. See? True that. Uh, so, yeah, I want to show that just because y'all know that apparently happened. So, I mean, pretty badass. Um, the fighting continues. Doc gets sick, and they all head up to Charlton Heston's house, who keeps them in. He, he helps them out. Um, the Charlton Heston scenes. This is one of. He yeah, he's was, been sick, but he got like sicker. Sick. He's like, like, can't function sick. Not his liver, his lungs. It's his lungs. He has tuberculosis. <laughs> As a dentist, yes. <laughs> he does not have prostate cancer or testicular cancer. He that has we know tuberculosis. Of. That's next month. So, uh, uh, so this movie had three directors. Uh, the first director shot the first things they shot were the Charlton Heston scenes because, first of all, Charleston was getting pretty old. This was one of his last films, and um, he says, "I'm first. <laughs> right, basically, I'm I'm first. Get your hands off me, damn dirty. Damn dirty I'm burning her, bitches. First. I'm going to do this first. Then they, doing ben Hur, then, then they fired the director and hired this new guy who, after his death, it was known that he didn't direct this movie at all. Kurt Russell really directed the film. Say what? Yeah, right. So the, the guy, Kurt just gave a bunch of notes and then just took over and said, I won't say anything until you die. And that was how See, it happened. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> This was a. This was Kurt Russell. This was Kurt Russell's baby project. Um, originally, this was gone to uh, 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 Kevin Costner. What? 
Yeah, this was originally was going to be a Kevin Costner piece, and then they had a fight in the studio. So he did his own that sucked. Which they did wider with Lawrence Kasdan. I did too. I don't. I, I do too. not like Kevin Costner. I don't like Kevin Costner's anything with the exception of Dances with the did you, have you Did you say Wider? No, I haven't seen that one. It's very long. I, I think that's why I haven't seen it. It's very long. I like him. Wider. I also, have you seen the one? Oh, shit. The Western uh, the miniseries that came out with uh, uh, was opposite of Bill Paxson. The Hatfield and McCoys. See, I'm did so see that shocked. One? I was good. Because he has no range. How can you like him? He's got Kevin Costner range. Right, which is zero. And I like it. I <laughs> hey, liked him in, you know hey, what? I liked him in Waterworld. Uh, I like that. I said I like Dances with Wolves. Hey, so if, if we're going to talk people with no range, Sam Elliott is always Sam Elliott in every movie, and he's great. It's true. So. Yeah, that's you got true. a point, but he's a sexy motherfucker. He just he liked to come out of his mama, Sam Elliott. Just like, <laughs> He's Sam Elliott, so. Oh, I love him in Roadhouse. Because you like Sam Elliott and everything. <laughs> you know, there's not a bad Sam Elliott movie because he's Sam Elliott. Anyway, let's do this. Finish this move. All right, so um, Doc is sick. Johnny Ringo calls out Wyatt to for one final showdown, and Wyatt has to have a heart to heart with his sick buddy, Doc. If I applause, pray. I spent my whole life not knowing what I wanted out of life. Just chasing my tail. Now for the first time I know exactly what I want. And who. And that's the damnable misery of it. Spoilers. <laughs> makes a man like Ringo Doc makes him do the things he does. A man like Ringo got a great empty hole right to the middle of him. He can never kill enough or steal enough or inflict enough pain to ever fill it. What does he need? Revenge. I love how overdramatic this is. Right. There's nothing subtle about this film. It all happened so fast with Curly Bell, I didn't really have time to think about it, but I've had plenty of time to think about this. I can't beat him, can I? No. Wait. I'm going with you.
about her. I love you, man. This is a little afterwards. Well. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. But it's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started the game we never got to finish. <clears throat> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. I love him so hard. And this time, it's legal. Is it legal though? <laughs> he didn't deputize him, he just gave him the badge. Suck up. No, that counts. <laughs> it as, counts. Long, as long as you got the thing, yeah. He, he oh, has a badge. Uh, it's not plastic. It's no, not plastic. Yeah, all right, all right. It's a real, it's got a real a badge. pin. I, I can just, see it from here. I just want to get the, the expert to let me know if it was legal or not. It's totally legal. legal. All right. Well, he didn't say like you were deputized. It doesn't matter. It was implied. All right. Yep. All right, longer. Let's do it. Say when. Strong. I guess he deputized him down. Oh, put the thing on him? Yeah. Yep, legal. <laughs> so if he's a zombie, he can... Yeah, just in case. I'm afraid the strain was more than he could bear. Oh, I wasn't quite as sick as I made out. <laughs> goes only so far. That's All a great right. line. Let's finish it. Indeed, sir. The last charge of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. He's so pretty. 
<laughs> he really is. He was. Not so much anymore, but he used to be so pretty. Well, cancer will do that to you. <laughs> well, he got out of shape before cancer hit him. Cancer didn't help, is what I'm saying. He kind of let himself go a little bit. So, of course, we know, after this is the second montage of just just ungodly cowboy death. Love a montage. A lot of murder montage. Montage? Yeah, there's two of them. Clampton survives because he takes off a sash, because that's the rule. I can't kill you if you have a sash. Mm-hmm. I don't care what kind of dick you've been to me this entire film. You live, you don't wear a sash. That's right. honor. Right. right, honor. No, yeah, you got to live by rules. Right, rules, right, rules. Uh, and so, in the end, they win. Uh, Virgil goes off to be a sheriff with his one arm and his wife. Um, Ma- uh, the, um, Wyatt's, Wyatt's wife dies. He marries the. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because she's a crack whore. Chick. They have room service. Obviously, she died of. He moves to Hollywood, lives a good life with some uh, Western stars. Living off of room service. And living off of room service because her family's rich. Uh, and I clamped in a shot right in a bank robbery. I just thought that was great. <laughs> Can I just ask? Because I may have missed it. What happened to the girl that Doc Holliday was running around with? He got sick, and she tried to, like, shove oh, a cigarette down his throat, actually, and then I never saw her again. Her name so was Big Nose So she actually Kate. lived for a long, like, into her 90s. But, and I mean, he, were they together? Yes, they were together. They were um, common-law married. They never legally married, but they were common-law married, so when he died, his assets did go to her because they were common-law, and she lived for a long time. And then she threw the diamond in. <laughs> Wrong movie. Not quite, but yeah. But I think that's right. she kind of just disappeared Sorry. after that. Damn so it, I didn't I hate know. Did I miss it? Did they just well, kind of they excuse didn't re- her? So or? they didn't just em- they didn't emphasize her in the movie at all because you know for whatever reason because why it was more important. Well, I mean, I mean she didn't she didn't play a part in in any of the she like all the other women. She kind of disappeared like the rest of the women. Right. But they were common law married, and she lived for a long time. Thank you, Stephanie. You're She's welcome. Obsessed. Big nose came. Um, She's obsessed. Before I open this up to the audience questions, I just want to do one more thing. Oh, when I bring it up to audience questions. <laughs> so, um, because this is uh, November, uh, no shave uh, November, I wanted to show some of the greatest mustaches from this movie. So we have Kurt Russell's badass. It's kind of nice. Sam Elliott wins, though. I'm so, telling you, Sam Elliott has the best mustache. You got Michael Bean, Bean in it. Johnny Wayne goes, I, I like the little... It's kind of nice. Uh, the Van Dyke his little soul badge. Like his little soul badge. The Van Dyke. Curly Bill, which I guess the soul badge is kind of the... I think it's the cowboy thing, I suppose. Um... Sam Elliott. That's the best mustache. Yes. Uh, that one right best there. Best mustache ever. <laughs> He's smiling in his picture. <laughs> I think he could put his wallet in his mustache. I think sure. that thing is armed with a weapon. That's how he won the OK Corral. I think it is. Shotsboy. Maybe he has a snack in there for later. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, I Clampton. That's garbage. That's kind of snaggly. That's garbage. Not very. See, that's sexy. That's kind of like. But yeah. you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of a musketeer. 
Oh yeah, it is it's musketeer like, yeah. It's more musketeer, less western. I feel like it's probably Porthos or something. Oh, come on, that's D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan, yes. Way more D'Artagnan than Porthos. I was thinking about the drinking aspect, you know. Oh, we got naked, what? Got naked pictures in there? What's going on? Uh, Morgan. Bill Paxton, Paxton. Not impressed with Morgan's stash. He has a boring stash. But I think, I think it's a proto Sam Elliott. I think he's like Virgil's got this bad stash. I'm gonna grow this. He wants to have a Sam Elliott. It takes stash. a while to get there. So yes, no, that's generic. Gonna... You think that's his own style? That's generic. That's generic. That's just generic off the shelf mustache. Is it real? Yeah. Is it? But no. You think he stuck that on? No. That yeah. That's a, there's some spirit going for. That's not a great stash. That's like my stash. <laughs> and last but not least, J, J, poor JC Paisley. Once again, that's, that's a three musketeer stash right there. I mean, it kind of looks like a stash she could have today. Yeah. So, so you've heard us comment about this film. Uh, if you got questions or comments, come into the mic. We will. You might get a prize you if you say. talk in the microphone. Just saying. We have prizes. I have a question. Sure. No, no, not here. Ask, ask your question, you can. Wait, any, right there. Do Come on, somebody else, come talk about, come talk about your Tombstone experience. Do we need to come to you, Jamie? You look, you're all right, buddy? <laughs> For a prize, next person other than Jamie. She put her foot in front of me. It's not my fault. I just want to talk about the hypocrisy of... Hold on. Okay, sit back down. No, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Okay. Because at one moment, we have my hypocrisy has no bounds. And at another moment, we have my hypocrisy goes only so far. Did you guys notice that? Did you even recognize that? Yeah, that's that's we did. The whole point of his hypocrisy, right? <laughs> so let's talk done. about it. I want to expound upon. So what do. I gathered from that is at one point no. he is still in denial about his illness. He is still invincible. He is Doc Holliday. My hypocrisy has no bounds. I am still like not going to die. This is in his mind. When he finally realizes, when he finally accepts his mortality, I think that's when he's like, my hypocrisy only goes so far. No, he said that first, though, because he took, he took the badge from my My hypocrisy goes so far. far. He's and already then, recognized the, his mortality at that point. And at the end, when he dies, he says, no bounds. No, he said that beforehand. Negative ghost rider. That was cool. We have a disagreement from the back. <laughs> I flipped it. You flipped it. You flipped it, Jamie. Yep. Let's do a prize for recognizing flipation. <laughs> yes, the person who recognized that Jamie flipped it gets a prize. No. He said that first when he first took the badge. <laughs> so, next question. So, anybody other than Jamie needs to say something? I'm Please come up. Come on up. 
We have a Please, female in the audience. Please come up because evidently I'm confused. Yes, come up to the microphone so you're so you're recorded. No, we, we need you on the microphone. No, but you can be recorded if you're on the microphone. Yes, yes you do. come to come the Please microphone. Please ask your question. Whatever. If you want to win a prize, you come to the microphone. Because obviously I'm confused. Forcing people to you know come up to the mic if they don't want to. <laughs> Ew. So, if Tom Hayden Church is the one who wigged out because he got winked at, then why did he last so fucking long at the uh, shootout? What? Ooh. What, what was your question? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 oh. Slow down yeah, and speak yeah, yeah, yeah. American English, not Australian English. Ooh, <laughs> she got this. I, I'm with her on this one. You gotta be slow. Sideways was like, he got winked at and just held out. What? <laughs> All right. Kangaroos what? <laughs> All right, no, I mean, I genuinely like, like I'm with you. Let's let's. No, let's, wait, let's I didn't hear. Like, do this one more time. <laughs> what, 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 I like how JD brings it to the people. Slower, one more what time. Happened? Right. Why did he last so long before he got shot in the shootout? Oh, that's a good question. Because he was too pretty to shoot. It was a magical oh, wink. Okay, so the, the guy who, who the winking thing, you know, originally, and he's like the music lover, music lover guy? Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, the, the priority dude from Wings. But he didn't get shot until damn near last. Yeah, it was part of one of your targets. You hit, you hit the high risk people first. He was a bitch. You wouldn't worry about him. No, I honestly think, yeah, he's a bitch, and I think that he probably avoided a lot of shootouts or they're hid behind someone but else up until the moment. He did, but he ran. He shot and ran like a baby. I think it was just priority of target. So you have you have Holiday on the outside, then you have the the four the three herbs right here, and the main bulk of the bad guys is in front of the herbs, right? So it doesn't make sense for him to take his draw hand and go cross body and shoot over here when there's more targets to this side. So he he draws this way. Holiday takes out dude over here by the by the uh, by the horse. And then the herps take the guys in front of them, and then when they realize dude here still left, then they turn over here. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've all seen Dexter, I, right? I, I, I just like, I like CSI too. So. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that. Time kangaroo dance, time kangaroo. That's my answer to her. Anybody when did else? you make it to the She's stage? She's from Australia. Oh, when did you make it right? Like, like, I turned around and you were sitting on the three stage. Three minutes ago. Oh, my God. Question. I was giving out stickers. Any other questions? Any other questions or comments? Yeah. Actually, she should get a prize for coming up and you asking should. a question. Yeah. She should probably break out of something. Oh, I got you. Oh, I got you. I like how my audience is aggressive. <laughs> Say things. <laughs> I'm gonna get you in a second. Thank you for coming on up. Thank you. We Welcome to the microphone. No, I was thanking her. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. Hi. Yeah, you're up. All right. All right. So, who made the movie? Wyatt Earp or Doc Holliday? Holiday. Oh, Doc Holiday. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, we'll go down the we'll go down the line. Holiday. One hundred percent. I think it's it's the Wyatt Earp. Holiday. Oh, sh Holiday. Oh no, Holiday is the most uh, he's the most interesting character in the whole deal. I mean, Herb gets more screen time. He's got more action figures. But uh, but Doc Holiday, I mean he's a dentist first of all. He's got tuberculosis, that's interesting. That's interesting. He's huckleberries. <laughs> all those things. Why dirt? What is he? He was a, you know, I mean he's a lawman, that's pretty cool. He brings hell. 
I think like all of hell he brings. Doc is bringing huckleberries. The comedy effect, and I think Doc Holliday brought the comedy, but Wyatt had the character arc. Yeah, so no, without the character true. arc, you wouldn't have growth, so the movie wouldn't have been great. It's yeah. Wyatt's oh, movie. It's, yeah. Wait a minute. Doc Holliday Morgan is was Chewbacca the wider Han Solo. It's Who killed Ringo? Just asking for a friend. Guido? Ringo. Just asking for a friend. If Doc wasn't in the movie, it wouldn't be worth watching. I disagree. It's still a good movie without I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that completely. Yeah, don't get, like, me, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Doc Holliday's terrible. He's great in the oh, film. Oh, let's put it this way. Think about Doc Holliday with Doc Moore versus Doc Holliday with that other movie. Who was no, the, okay, this is true. Who was no, even I, in the other movie? We were talking about this before Who the was show. Doc Holliday in the other movie? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but we, we were... Disquade, we, disquade. We were talking about it before... Yeah, disquade. We were talking about it before the show, and Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday is so good. That I don't think of any other Doc Holliday. Like I, when I envision the the Kevin Costner movie, I see Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Yeah, he's great. But no, to answer your question, Doc Holliday, I think makes this film because you have the bad at like White Earp, like don't give a shit, no fucks given. But the compliment to that is is guys, Doc Holliday. That's like, my second favorite Holiday. You know, he reminds, he reminds me of like Heath Ledger's like Joker. After you know Kwanzaa. I mean? Like he right. takes Whoa, the show good. so much that he he's takes more it so watch. far. He does get a sticker. Pick and yeah. Oh. You get a sticker. Honk if you're here. You got a poster. I got a poster. I got a poster. I know. I thought you were complaining about your sticker. Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I got a poster. I got a poster. So, um. We have pins too. Don't forget about the pins. Yeah, we do have buttons if you haven't got a button. Um. We have pins. Don't forget about the pins. So, wrapping this up. Oh, good. You did good. Right. Yeah, we're wrapping this up. Uh, Sakop, final thoughts about the film? Well, I very much enjoyed the film, and uh, you know, I went to, I went, I did go to Tombstone. I lived out in Arizona for a while. Tombstone was a, uh, a pretty short drive. I went out there, and uh, I think probably one of the reasons that I like Doc Holliday so much uh, is because you know they had people out there that was like playing all the characters, and I am ninety percent sure the guy that was playing Doc Holliday was David Bowie. He had two different colored eyes. He talked funny, and he played that uh, that Pharaoh game, you know, that they do in the things. And uh, and that game is uh, is something else. But anyway, it's a great film, great movie film, film film movie, and uh, I enjoyed it very much. And I've seen it a hundred times. All right, Stephanie, final thoughts. Um, so I have to say this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And, yes. and, I, and I don't say that lightly because you can ask my husband here. I do not like to rewatch movies no, at, all. at all. I hate rewatching movies. Once I've seen it, I'm done. Tombstone is one of those movies that I will watch over and over and over. Just and, watching the clips makes you want to watch it again. I thoroughly enjoy it every single time. So, excellent. JD? I loved it a lot. I mean, that was great. Like, it's, I mean, it, it, you can see why it, it's held in such a high regard. It's easy. I mean, honestly, the, the worst scenes in it felt shoehorned in. Like, the, I mean, the love sequences, I think, were, were the worst part of the movies, uh, or the movie for me. Thank God know? they're short. Um, the the mm-hmm. end sequence where they dance in the s- stupid snow, the, the, the part where he snow. runs out in the rain. And, um, I mean, th- those were honestly the, the weakest scenes, and arguably, they're not that even really that bad. 
You know, I mean, the movie's fucking great. Justina. Um, well, first of all, I'd like to make an observation of the movies that we have talked about. He has talked more about the blob than he has talked about an amazing movie. So I don't know if he's like speechless. So I was like, is Jake? I've had like two hours I kept of looking, sleep. So I'm like, he's not saying anything, but at the blob, he was like, let me just talk about this for a second. And then 20 <laughs> minutes would go by and we're like, we have to go, Judy. Stop talking. Um, I love this movie. And I think it has a lot more... As going to okay, so I went to film school and we watched different movies for the the okay. Who booed me? I will come back there. Anyways, oh thank you. I thought I thought you booed me. I'm so sorry. It's a woo. Anyway, thank you. Woo girl. She's used to to being booed all her life. I am. I am used to being booed. Um, however, I've watched a lot of movies that are like historical or significant in certain ways. And watching this movie, I think there's a different. There's many different scenes that are deeper than we touched on that hit different chords and so I really liked it and I watching the clips I'm like I want to watch that again like I don't even care what time it is or if that I help homework when I get home I'm going to watch this movie I love this movie I do too and I'm upset that I have not watched it more Scotty, Scotty what are your thoughts Scotty yeah what are your thoughts Scotty this movie was terrible I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Scotty White no um you, well, thank how you many so mustaches do you out. give this movie <laughs> What's the highest number of mustaches all I can get? All of the mustaches. They have all that. They get all the mustaches. Um, first of all, yeah, I do love this movie. Um, I think it's the best modern western. It's the best western made in the last twenty-five years. Yes. It's better, it's better than Unforgiven. It's better than Young Guns. It's better. Unforgiven. Yeah, it's better than Unforgiven. Okay. I, mean, I agree. I think it's better than Unforgiven. Unforgiven's great. Unforgiven's great, and it's a different kind of story. But when it comes down to like sheer action Wait, and just emotion, you think it's better than Wild Wild West? Nothing. <laughs> That was, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Nothing's better than Wild. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> I will have to say I don't even like westerns, and this is seriously one of my top favorite movies. Three Amigos. I think it's passes Harry Potter movies. I'm not even gonna lie. It's it's a that's a different movie, Jamie. It's amazing. It's an amazing film. It's got one of the best cast any movies okay. have. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I, I and that think, makes a difference. Well, I um, think I was. Thinking back to the, the Kevin Costner one, and I can't remember who the villains were. You know what I mean? And right. this one, like, I can't remember anybody in that film except for Kevin Costner. You know what I mean? Like, this movie's cast so well that every every character that you meet in the film, I think, brings something to the movie. Oh, I agree. And, so, and in the other movie, yes. the only one that I really remember is Kevin Costner and Val Kilmer. Mainly because he's on the poster. Because he's in all <laughs> Tombstone movies now. now. She's he is always. She's, been doing she's like, and he's novel. <laughs> he's so beautiful. I can't stop playing with my mustache. This is a this is a thing. I don't even know. <laughs> all the men so, are like, here, here. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, we give it all the mustache. Right, we are in consensus. Like, all the mustaches go to this movie, right? Can we do, oh, like, yeah. all of the mustaches? Are we going to have a beard contest? Yes, we have contest? a prize for the best, best beard. beard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, first we, of all, we all interrupted Scotty. So, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone for showing up tonight. Yeah. Thank you for coming out and supporting a great cause. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing we do have, and I know that you did pay your five dollars to get in, which will go to the Movember Foundation. If you feel the spirit of God move through you, or whatever moves you, like the spirit like of Johnny Rango. Jameson, bourbon, vodka, whatever is moving through you, we do have a donation box right here by the speaker for like extra donations to the Movember Foundation. 
Um, again, we'd like to thank uh, Mary Widow for letting us do it. Ernie in the back for helping us out with the sound. Yes, is amazing. thank you so uh, much. Jared for, for filming this for us. Um, Justina for being awesome. I'd like oh, to thank, thank uh, my my, uh, my illustrious host here, the uh, sock cop who's vanished. <laughs> Where is Sock Cop? He, he ran away. He, had, he, he okay. knew we were finishing. Sock Cop had a, not about autographs. Sock Cop had to have a moment. No he, he's he such went a diva. to the toilet. Poor sock cop. Um, but uh, I want to thank everybody. Come out. Uh, Jonathan. We've, we've got a couple of things. Uh, if you if you want to participate in the beer contest, we have a couple of things for that. So we'll do that next. Yeah. Uh, 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 you can follow us on uh, my website. Uh, you can go to mopcast.com to get everything. You know the other shows of Bros, Booze, and Movies. We've done a few of these. Um, hopefully, we'll do another one again. Typically, we do. Uh, Cult films like The Blob and yeah, we usually do B movies. This is not a B movie. Jonathan, it's communicates kind of B, more during budget wise. It's kind of a B movie, but it's not. You guys want to hear him talk? This movie more. was excellent. It's Come a cult to a film. movie that you're like. I mean, I mean, nah. it's, a, it's a definition of a cult film. That's what's great about it. That's I mean, it's a solid They're movie. They're not the best. And so, uh, hopefully, we'll be back again. Uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for supporting us and give yourselves a round of applause. That's it. Get ready for the beard contest, whoever has a beard. Sock Cop, is that your real mustache? Oh yeah, of course. This yeah, is do, you, do you wash it? I grew it myself. Yeah, there's very, uh, lots of uh, waxes and creams. Yeah. So who, yeah. who wants to participate in the uh, beard? Beard contest. I, know, I see people with beards and we have prizes we need to give away. We have prizes. If you have a beard, just enter. Just I'm do it. I think I, I know who the winner is. So you, know, you know, how about this? We got a lot of stuff left, right? I don't know, because I've been handing it out. Oh. She's been giving it well, I've been doing Jared, a great job. Jared's got some new stuff. Jared, bring, bring some new stuff. I hope we have a bigger pie left. Everybody who's... I think I, we should have enough, right? Of stuff. Oh, he has a box. I love boxes. What do you have? Give it to Justina. Oh, thank you. I get the boxes. I'm down so, here. Um, I'm down here. I'm down. How about I'm this? Thanks for coming out. Everyone gets a prize. Oh, does that mean you do? If you want one. If you... Yes. I love prizes. So Justina will hand them all out. Oh, those are so awesome. Right. Beard oil. So beard oil, and it's from... That's kind of cool. Beard oil is from Thrice. Thrice is local. You should check it out. Thrice, uh, www.thrice.co. Yeah, so there's going to be uh, five different, uh, I like to call them flavors, because they are amazing. Uh, we've got 1702, Vigor, Havana, Crisp, and... Vigor. I'm thinking I will like the Rum. Havana. So Justine's going to hand you out stuff. See, you pay five bucks, you go back to home with free stuff. Thank you very much for coming out. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.